With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Heavy Handed Edition. I'm your host, Heavy Handed Jay. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit 13 threes and a... This motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is... Is... Uh, is Uga Duplo. I'm, t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. Mm-hmm. That's a bad motherfucker, man. I'm You talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, gift stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. Back on the man, 100 grand, green eggs in here. It's your man, Happy Hand Jay. Hey, yeah. do it again. Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. And you can't stay off the weed. Oh, job. Told y'all, y'all want some? Beat him down, beat you down. Who else wants some? Who else wants some of the ball? <laughs> you want my spot flash? Huh? Well, you ain't gonna get it, because you ain't got it. Today we're gonna go over uh, how to solve the problem of you being heavy-handed. Uh, being heavy-handed is, is a big issue. Enough. We got cut off. Let me see if my man's is here. Sign, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Okay, we got cut off. I was just giving y'all the business of why I think the Lakers. I don't know where. What was I? Was I last on how the White's resurgence was? You were talking about that, and then you were also talking about um, how the Lakers were missing a lot of open shots and threes early in the season and yeah, then yeah. they started hitting their shots yeah so just to finish up man uh we we've we've also figured out what to do with davis look i talked about how you gotta respect these this this triple this triplet of towers i don't know what to call it but we got a, a like a you know they've uh, the nba of classic classically coined the name of twin towers that's applied when you have two tall dudes. We got three of them, and I think they're pretty damn good, and they're pretty long and athletic, and they protect the rim, and they put everything down at the rim. Uh, Anthony Davis is now being featured uh, in our starting lineup as more of a guy that we create three-point opportunities for, a guy that you ISO about 18 feet facing up rather than six feet on a block, and we're working them that way. And we're getting them like shots at the elbow, uh, three-point looks. And then plays are being ran for these opportunities for Davis. Of course, you can ISO him when you need to. And um, it's just rounding off wonderfully, man. We look excited about defense. And, and Ron, 
has been better than I expected, to be honest with you. Uh, if Vaughn is hitting his three-point shot, God forbid that really, you know, LeBron starts shooting that at a, a 40% clip when if he gets hot or something like that, he, he really becomes pretty much unguardable. So you, you, you kind of got to hope, hope as an opposition or the opposing team that LeBron is giving you, you know, that two for seven. But if LeBron gives you that four for three or that three for five, it's going to hurt you because he's going to get his penetration. He's going to go to the line and if he hits them free throws. If LeBron makes, uh, instead of going six for 12, he goes nine for 12. It's going to hurt. You know, these are just percentages coming in, into play. And so guys like Deion Waiters, um, J.R. Smith, Caldwell Pope, uh, you know, all these dudes that we have, they're now hitting those. I, I think they're hitting those shots at a higher clip. They're confident. Um, Danny Green. We, we like we like these guys taking the shots, man. And, uh, wide open shots, these are good shooters. <clears throat> and, and all we need is a couple. We spread it around. Everybody should get a couple good looks. There's no question about it. And I just think some of the, the, the determining factors – for a team beating us, I mean, you got to stop all these lobs. You got to stop that. And you kind of got to hope they don't shoot the three well. But they're going to get their looks. They're going to get them. So it's, it's it's hard to stop. You know, I think to, for a team to offensively be effective against the Lakers, shoot the three well. That's, that's pretty much number one because we're tough to beat. Um, you know, just in, 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 like we got a lot of length, and then we got some pretty athletic guys. You know, on the perimeter, Caldwell Pope, that's a six, six four, six five guy. Um, and then you know, all the other guys they get after pretty good. So you, you know, you're not just gonna beat us easily, ISO. And then we got when you get to the rim, we got some of the best back there, and arguably the best, definitely front court in the league. You know, with the three of those guys. I mean, we're pretty solid, dude, as far as contesting stuff at the rim. So my pick is the Lakers, obviously. I've given my reasons why. Son, you're a Clipper, dude. Talk about it, so, man. Why, what do you think is some of the determining factors for the Clippers? Well, to clarify, you know, I'm just picking the Clippers to win it all. Um, I think they'll meet the Sixers in the in the uh, finals and win. Um uh, you know, and you know, like I heard earlier on the little clip you um you played, yeah, don't watch watch out for the Toronto Raptors. Also, they're not a team to mess with either. You know, so um, East playoffs are going to be really, really interesting. Also, I think it's going to be more wide open than the Western playoffs. I think, barring an injury or somebody going down with the the virus or something crazy happening or somebody just leaving, I think we're going to see definitely the Clippers and the Lakers in the Western finals. And uh, I picked the Clippers to win reason being, you know, I believe, you know, the Lakers have the best duo in the league. The Clippers have the best team from top to bottom. And once you get past AD and LeBron, you have a lot of guys that to me are unreliable, you know, and with the Clippers, once you get past uh, Kawhi and PG, to me, Harold is reliable. Lou Williams is reliable, you know. And Morris, he's reliable. And so, 
I just, that's what I'm banking on. You know, I think there's a lot of different factors that could play a part into the series. You know, Um, like you mentioned earlier, the size. Like, yes, the Lakers are, if not the biggest, one of the biggest teams in the league. And Shit, ever, maybe. I don't say ever, but you can argue with the athleticism we have up front and whatever abilities those three dudes possess, man, we might have like a top five three up front there. Like just with JaVale McGee's not no all-time type of player, but for what he's used for, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer, I'll address one of the things you talked about with this, with you, the, the reliability factor. Yes, uh, Morris and Harold and Lou Williams are better than Caldwell Pope, uh, Caruso and Waiters and, whoever Danny Green we're talking about. But you guys need more from them. I need Danny Green to hit two three-pointers. And then I need um, freaking Caldwell Hope to, to give me about – give me 10 po- points, Caldwell Pope. I'm fine with you. That's all I need. I don't need very much from these guys. Spread it around. Oh, shit. Caruso, you, if Caruso gives me seven, he had a marvelous game. But and the way I counter that, but see, the way I counter that is the Lakers, LeBron, and AD to have huge games for them to win. But while the Clippers Kawhi. can win with while the Clippers can win with just one of Kawhi and PG playing well, and then like a Harrell or a Lou or somebody like that yeah. playing well also. You've got to have two also. You got to have two, and they got to be monsters. And nine times out of win, here's the disadvantage for you. You need Lou. You, my, I'm relying, if, if, if one of the guys you have to have is Lou, give me LeBron and AD to be stars every no, night. No, but my point is, you have, LeBron and AD have to play at such a high level every single game. That's asking a lot. Like, AD can't have no 17 and 8 rebounds, and you guys beat the Clippers. But Paul George can have an off-shooting game, and the Clippers can still win. But you're going to need Lou. That's the point I'm Lou have to have 30. Yeah, but my point is is that that, that, uh, when AD doesn't play well, the guys you have to rely on to try to step up for AD's subpar game are not as reliable as a Harrell or a Lou. Or Morris, that's what I'm trying to say. And and that's and, exactly where I think that, that you guys fail. Because Lou Williams and Harrell, who are both bench players on this team, and pretty much career bench players, but I'm not uh, trying to besmirch either of those dudes because they're really good. But both of them are career bench players. You could argue that they could go uh, start other places, but they are both career bench players. Um if, if but they play starter players, minutes. I mean, at the end of the game, sure. really, you know, like they say, it's the it's not ha- who starts, it's who finishes. And Harold and Lou finish the game. You know, it'll be a lineup of it'll be a li- lineup of Harold, uh, Morris. More, this is the most likely lineup that I I suppose they're going to have. It's going to be um, Harold, Morris, Kawhi, PG, Lou. You know, and this is where it goes back to what you're talking about with the size. I think a lot of this series will come down to who makes the other team play their way. You know, if 
Well, the Clippers playoff basketball, make the, you know how playoff if, basketball if, is played. If, if the Clippers make the Lakers play small, like let's say the Clipper, the Lakers play uh, Anthony Davis at center instead of either Dwight or McGee, I think that's advantage Clippers. But if the Lakers are still able to be successful playing big the whole series, that's advantage Lakers. I also believe it's an advantage Lakers the longer the series goes because uh, um, it gives the Lakers more of a chance. Maybe not a totally advantage, but it gives the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers can beat the Clippers in like five or six games, you know, or like a yeah. sweep or something like that. I think it'll have to go seven for them because I think their best chance of beating the Clippers is that they wear them down with their size, you know, because the games are every other day and then, they're, you know, they're a smaller team. Like, their big guys are Noah, uh, Zubat, and Harold. And Harold's an undersized big man. While you and have, we don't even know if Harold's going to be there. No, he'll be there. He'll, he's returning. They, they already said that. Harold's going to be there. Beverly's going to come. But that's another thing that you have to consider, too. Like, because what, what I'm basing my pick on is everything being equal. But so far, the Lakers are looking like the more professional team, you know? Besides, uh, Rondo got hurt. That's not saying that's, there's nothing unprofessional about that. Rondo just got hurt, but Avery Bradley decided not to come, which is a big loss because I don't know. Like you guys are tall. Like the Lakers are a tall team, a long team, but Avery Bradley was the only guy on the team that you can put on a lead guard who is quick, who is shifty with the ball, and make it uh, an issue for him. And some, you know, at least yeah. make it difficult, you know, pick them up yeah. full court, make it longer for them to get in their set. Now, you know, they got length and everything, but length don't help you if a guy blows by you. Really? It really, I mean, it help you in some ways, but in reality, if you can't keep somebody in front of you, that's a problem. The defense, the defense breaks down at that point because the guys on the perimeter have to come in and then all of a sudden you dish out to an open three pointer. And my question with the Lakers is, uh, hypothetically, who on the Lakers is guarding Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Damian Lillard, fill in the blank? I don't know. Nobody. I don't Nobody. know. And, yeah. and that's that. That's the you know that's the issue there. But then you also you guys also give issues like who's guarding LeBron, who's guarding AD. But I think that Avery Bradley uh, loss is going to show a lot more. Once the playoffs start and we start seeing like, God damn, this, they can't keep nobody in front of them. That's quick. You know? But, you know, now the idea that I'm thinking there is that, of course, versus the Clippers, that's not going to be a problem. And actually, Avery Bradley uh, came down when, when facing the Clippers, if we're talking them, because you didn't mention any of the Clippers here. So, yeah, Russell Westbrook. But who is stopping Russell Westbrook? Uh, who is stopping yeah. James, really? Um and, and who but you guys also have that problem too, with with yeah, with a you know like a three part like a like a Kawhi PG type guy. The that best guy you have to guard, the best guy you guys have to guard one of those guys, which they have two of them on that team. They're the only team in the league that have two elite guys at that that kind of you know three Wait, position you know whatever. Yeah, and Wait, so yeah. uh, you got you, your best guy to put on him is also your best player, who's your point guard who's expending yep. most of his energy uh, on the offensive end. So Absolutely. now you're putting, you're, you're putting either um, 
KCP or JR who are just too small for PG and Kawhi, or you got a guy if you put if you decide to put like a Kuzma or a Morris, they're too slow for Kawhi and a PG. So now, what I would do this is what I would do if I was the, the Clippers and Doc Rivers. If we play the, the Lakers in the series, just like LeBron is brilliant at what he does is he exploits matchups defensively and makes that player on the other team uh, work on defense, I will do the exact same thing to LeBron. If I'm Kawhi or a PG I'm, and I'm Doc Rivers, I'm telling them, every single time you come down the court, we're putting LeBron in a pick and roll, and we're making LeBron play D. I see now. Now, now, LeBron, here's the thing. It, it, now, you're hoping to wear him down. That's that's the understanding there. we got to make him work. work because the pro- but, what LeBron has been getting away with is that he's well, been a one-way player for the last couple of years. I'm making LeBron work. Last time work. that I checked. Last time that I checked. In that last game, LeBron said, okay, y'all talking about I've been running from him all year and really bodied that little corn roll having nigga up. And he had problems down the stretch. Uh, and, and that's the thing. We saw the numbers. Come on. We saw the numbers head-to-head this season. Kawhi's been beating oh, them this season. Last time that I checked. Now, y'all like to talk about Christmas in the first game. I just like, you know, last time that I checked. See, those games, LeBron didn't guard, my boy. LeBron didn't guard Cornwall. But LeBron went on and stepped on up. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, shit, as I should be. LeBron went on and stepped on up. To let y'all know who was back on the guy. Told guy. y'all. Told y'all. Y'all want some? Beat him down. Beat you down. Who else wants some? Who else wants some of the D-Ball? Who else? Get up. Went to Milwaukee. Slapped up Giannis. Couple days later. Slapped up Kawhi. Straight up. Let me bring Will in here, man. Well, what's good with you, man? Well, I mean, the Rockets... Let's just talk about the sockets real quick because, you know, it's, it's over now. Um, yeah, y'all could disturb somebody here. Y'all could really disturb somebody in a five-game series. You guys would be great in a five-game series. The problem is James is going to melt down with some power and Russell going to choking him on the court. This, uh, this is what I envision for the sockets going forward. But, you know, me and Simon just doing the talk with the Clippers and the Lakers. Um, everybody thinking with the Clippers comes down to their versatility. And all these dudes who are supposed to hit these, all these shots, all them dudes you talk about ain't never did nothing in the league besides Kawhi. All of them. Every one of them. PG PG has done nothing in his career? PG Uh, hasn't done nothing? He had some good seasons losing to LeBron. That's what he most notably has done. If that's the case, AD, what has AD done in his career? Uh, we got we got uh, my man Danny Green with tons of pedigree and rings to back it. Well, and I asked you about you AD, up. and then you talked about Danny Green. I'm asking well, I'm about AD. About the dudes, I said the whole team. I said your whole team. Ain't nobody on your team other than Kawhi done a damn thing in the league, and that's what we all love to talk about is all these other moves the Clippers supposed to have. They ain't done nothing. Danny Green rode uh, Kawhi's coattails last year in Toronto. So oh, please. Danny Green made Kawhi. Danny Green been having Kawhi under his goddamn arm since they was back in uh, uh, San Antonio. 
Wow. Now Danny Green made Kawhi. LeBron went over there and slapped Giannis up. Y'all was talking about that. Then LeBron, he came over on the old corner, right in front of everybody, and slapped him up. Told y'all. Told y'all. Y'all want some? Beat him down. Beat you down. Who else wants some? Who else wants some of the D-Ball? Who else? Rick, get up. Willa, welcome to the show, man. How you doing, my brother? Man, doing good out here, out here in Houston, Texas, doing my thing. You know, we got we had a hurricane hit, you know, Mexico, so we're getting a little rain out here, but you know, we we needed that. We need a little rain. But man, as far as as far as the Lakers and the Clippers go, I don't know why we're discussing these teams because, like uh, Levar Ball told y'all, Pelicans is about to uh, knock the Lakers out in the first round, and then we might see the Rockets might see the Clippers. <laughs> The Rockets might see the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, something like that, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for a fresh James Harden, a guy that's coming out. You know, he likes to kill the beginning of the season. He wears out during the playoffs. You know, people say he chokes and, and all that. But he's just carrying the team, you know, throughout the season. So now that we're coming in, we only got eight games of the season. That's about how long it's going to need him to get get back in his playing shape, get back ready to go. And we're looking at a madman out here. Tis the season for uh, James Harden to get his ring and go down as one of the top three offensive players of all time, man. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what we're talking about these bums out there on the West Coast. I don't know, man. The Rockets, I say this about the Rockets. Hey, I'll say this about the Rockets. They gotta if they if they were to play one of the LA teams, they have a better chance against the Lakers than they do the Clippers. I don't think they have much of a chance against either. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier, where if the Rockets can make the Lakers play small, then that's advantage uh Rockets. But if, they, if, the Lakers, if the Lakers are able to play big still, then in like destroy them on the boards and all that and get a bunch of sec- second chance points and tip ins and all that, then they'll beat they'll beat the Rockets in like five minutes. Man, the Lakers That's ain't true. getting away from uh from the Zoe and Zion show though, so I ain't worried about those guys. Trust me. <laughs> Is Zion back in uh, Orlando? Do you know if he's back? No, nah, I don't know if he's back yet. He'll be back. That's the whole reason. Zion's the whole reason they put in the eight games, man, so so he can get in. All right, Willow, what you got? Uh, you practicing a stand-up comedy with sports-related topics out there? Because, I mean, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just keeping it real, man. We got hard. We got Westbrook. We got – we got uh, – <laughs> 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 We got an L.D. Eric Gordon, dog. Come on, man. Oh, I hope you're recording. The Lakers, yeah, the Lakers ain't gonna pass the Zoe show. Zoe and uh, Zion, dog. Double Z and Ingram. So, I I mean, hey, look, I'm I'm a realist. You know, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, it's gonna be the two LA teams in the conference finals. But if I had to pick a team out the West to make it. It would, uh, besides one of them, it'll, it'll be Dallas. That's that'll be the team. Oh my God! 
when they, you know, get in deep penetration with LeBron or AD or whatever, and the ball is getting kicked out to to the Kuzma, to the to the whoever's out there on the roof, uh, the Greens and them, and they hitting the shots. They play the prettiest basketball, some of the prettiest played basketball you will see in a long time, because it's all about penetration. Um, Getting those lobs, getting the, the plays are ran pretty beautifully when dudes are just hitting shots. And it's some real pretty basketball. I mean, I don't know if y'all have been able to see that. Whereas a lot of teams, the Clippers being one of those teams, it's, you know, hey, Kawhi, go kind of get us a 20-footer. Um, PG, come off this high high screen and knock down the three. You know, and everybody else kind of move. You go ahead and fade to the left. They don't have anybody on their team that can create easy buckets for other players. That's the Clippers' problem. Everything is, go get you a bucket. Go get yourself a bucket. You don't have anybody on the Clippers. That's where the Lakers' advantage is, is that they got LeBron. LeBron can create open shots for his teammates. Nobody on the Clippers creates easy buckets for their teammates. But, I mean, man, I've seen Jr throw freaking Dwight a, a lob off a design to play yesterday. You know, the Lakers got to – and then don't, I, I've seen Kuzma – I mean, Kuzma was going off yesterday. And like Jalen pointed out, one of the players y'all ain't thinking about, niggas be shading on Kuzma. Okay, okay, okay. Y'all better hope. But like I said with the Lakers, it's just a matter of making shots because Kuzma going to get his shots. If he just make them or not, because they, man, I'm telling you, the Lakers may have a coaching advantage that we're not paying attention to here, because I'm telling you, when the when guys is making shots, this team play beautiful basketball, man. I'm telling you, because that shit, maybe the the lob game is going, and it don't only gotta be LeBron throwing them. I've seen a plethora of dudes kind of get a high screen, come down like they attacking the rim, and then it's a lob to Dwight, then it's a lob to AD or Javale. You know, I've seen that all season long, man. So, I don't know. I don't know. If the yeah, but gonna... it's also, you know, it's a numbers game, man. Well, you know, if you look at playoffs, the starters play more minutes. Most specifically, the stars play a lot more minutes. They shorten the rotation, right? Mm-hmm. So, guys get squeezed out. At the two, three, four positions and all that, you guys got a bunch of dudes. You got Danny Green, KCP. J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters, Caruso, uh, Morris. Not everybody is going to get the minutes that they're looking for. And that was the point I was trying to make, which was somebody is not going to be happy with their minutes, man. You can tell me. And we'll see who that is and if it affects the, the, the team and, exactly. and all that. I mean, the Clippers was having that problem with Pat Bev before this whole thing. Pat Bev was like, why well, I'm the odd man out for uh, Marquise Morris. You know, why Why Reggie Jackson getting so many minutes? They was already having that problem. What you think Montrez saying? What you think Lou saying? They got that problem. But you, but my point, yeah, but okay. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is you guys are bringing in players uh, that ha- aren't involved with the team yet. So they're probably believing that they're going to get this role or that role or that many minutes, you still got to incorporate them. Like when you got Morris, I think Morris only played like two games before the season got shut down. Then you're adding also J.R. Smith and Waiters. Here's where I disagree. No? Because we, here's where I disagree. 
because we don't ask those players to do nothing but shoot a wide open three. That's all we need you to do, Jr. Go in that corner like you've been doing with LeBron. Jr. No, I'm just no. talking about strictly minutes. I'm just talking about strictly minutes. Oh man, all, all they know, all they need to know is you got about three threes to hit. You're probably going to be wide open. That go for all of them across the board. That go for Danny Green. That go for Dion. That go for KCP. Got a little bit of a different role. Um, that go for every one of them jokers. Uh, Morris, you got about three shots that's coming to you. You're going to be wide open. That's all they need to know. Whereas for the Clippers, um, Marquis, we need you to get about 10 to 15 points a game, bro. We kind of, you're going to get about 10 to 15 shots too. Marquis Morris will probably get about 7 to 12 shots a game. Uh, Lou, we, you know we, we need you to be a goddamn near all-star. Go ahead and go to your left and make that tough shot with the game winding down, with the clock winding down, Lou. We got to have you do that. My trans, come in here, ISO, and, and clean up the boards and give us 20. We got to have that from you. All I need from my team, you getting three shots. Just make two or three of them. You had a great game. Go sit down. And that's all they need. That's all they need. Well, this is the thing. You keep saying know. that they need it, but they still beat the Lakers without – like they beat the Lakers with Lou Williams scoring six points. So they don't need it. What, the first game or something? The Christmas game. Was that the Christmas game he had six points? He had six points, and they still won. That's the point. Like, I think you're mistaken the fact that they have a lot of good players, meaning that they need those players to all play good at the same time to win. That's not the case. It's been proven. They could beat the Lakers. Who – so you want to make it seem like – I understand that there might be another player or two you guys could say has to have 20 to 25. But look, man, you got to have one, right? You got to have one. So let's say it's yeah. Kawhi. Kawhi's going to give yeah. you your 25 to 35 you got to have around about. Um, yeah. So who, who, who's it going to be, bro? Who, who else is going to get you that 25 you need? Because somebody got to do it. Now, preferably for you guys, you want it to be Paul George. It, um, you, you want it to be Paul George, but we all know the rap and Paul George. Play yeah, but beat. see, what you just said, yeah, exactly. You're making my point for me. You said mm-hmm. Kawhi needs around 30, right? And yeah. somebody else just needs around 20 to 25. So I basically have four guys that can get 20 to 25, right, on the team. But you, you need two guys to get around 30 or more. And that's a lot to ask. That's a lot to ask two guys to do for a seven-game series each game. Like, basically, LeBron and AD can't afford bad games. That's the point I'm really, making. You guys, and need, we, you guys need the, 30, the 25 to 35 guy. That's Kawhi. Uh, uh, what's his name? Kawhi. You need the 20 to 25 guy, and you need another 20 guy. I don't know about all that. I think you're going extreme now. Because ooh, I think ooh. you're going a little bit overboard now. I don't think they need all that. But my point Dude, is, wait, hold is on, that, hold on. Let's go by the facts, though. You do know Harold and Lou average 19 apiece for the season, right? Um, I think. Yeah. No, but I'm just talking about what's been proven on paper as far as what it takes to beat the Lakers. When, to be honest, when I watched when I watched both games that they won, I didn't think the Clippers necessarily played well in they both did. games. The and they still beat them either game. And they still won. 
But when you guys won, you guys played good, like great. I thought you guys played really good. Oh man, we and gave that's that the game. We made that. We let them back in the game down the stretch. We played terrible. And that's down my the point. Stretch. But my point is the late, the Clippers don't have to play great to beat you guys. You guys have to play great to beat the Clippers. I don't think so. I think the Clippers got to make a lot of threes. Um, and then you need Lou. Lou had all those shots. I bet you if you pull up the field goals for that game, because they was letting Lou rip, clock winding down, go for it. If if, if you need, if Lou's that guy that's going to do that for you, I'll, I'll, I'll take those odds. Not that Lou Williams is not a great but, player. But, but, but Kawhi was the guy that had big games in the two wins. Like, Kawhi was the main reason but why Kawhi they won. But Kawhi wasn't taking those shots. You know why? Because LeBron was guarding him, like he, but he wasn't. Man, Kawhi had, 35, Kawhi had 35 against him on Christmas Day, and then I think he had like 32 or something the first game. Well, so why Kawhi's been getting off when the game was coming down. Why he wasn't taking the shots? Because what I was remember is Kawhi was giving the ball up dead at half court straight to Lou. And Lou was isoing. LeBron was giving the ball up. Why do you? You don't have to be hero ball every time. It's about making the right play. If it's, if, it, but they were doing it with Lou instead of Kawhi. But LeBron is the king of the right play. He gave the ball to George Hill right under the hoop and at an odd angle in the finals. So stop it. Come on. I'll give the ball to Lou Williams ball. any day over George Hill. They was playing hero ball. They just wasn't playing with their hero. And they, but but if you're gonna let Lou do it, and I've seen Lou doing it all year, and I guess what I've been sitting back saying, okay, if you need Lou to give you damn near an All Star performance every night, I will take that. I will take it. Do and and that's what I've seen all year long is Lou Williams taking all the big shots and belling them out all year, all year. And I'm like, wow, Lou is he's a great player. But if that's what it's going to come down to when lights are the brightest, is Lou being a star? I'll take it. I think you're saying what you want to see, but I'm just telling you the, the, the truth of the situation, which was that Lou didn't play particularly well. And, you know, I mean, he played okay, but he wasn't this huge X factor or the reason why they won those two games. And, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, that's what, what and they won, but like, but, with, but LeBron and AD need to get between – they need to get – both need to get 28 points or more, 30 points or more for them yeah. to, to beat the Clippers. It's been proven. The Clippers don't have to play – their two best guys don't have to play like that to, to beat the Lakers, man. And it's like – Well, then they're going to have to shoot the three ball at a high clip. They got to shoot that three ball at a high clip. They got to. Because they, they, it's not like they're going to get any, you know, they're not going to dominate the boards. You know, they shouldn't win on the boards. They shouldn't win on interior points. So if, if Kawhi's not having a, like a, a, a dominating night, well, what, the, what, what do they do? And also, by the way, I forgot this because it was so long ago, JP. Remember when the Clippers beat them the first game of the season? Uh the, Paul George didn't play. Remember, they beat the Lakers yeah. without Paul George. They did. That long proves my point. Ago. They don't have to be, you know? Long time ago, long time ago, my friend. You guys are really holding on to that old, remember that long time ago when the Lakers with a brand new team and a brand new player and all that. Hold on to that. 
But it was also a long time ago. Look, if they meet in the Western Finals, JP, that'll be six months since the Lakers beat the Clippers. So it's going to be a long time since the Lakers beat the Clippers also. It's really a whole new season, to be honest. And like I said earlier, look, they're looking like the more professional team. You know, Harrell left, uh, Beverly left, Lou Williams left, and now got caught at Magic City. And now he's got to do a 10-day quarantine once he gets back to Orlando. So he's got to sit in his room for 10 days. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So my point is, so, yeah, they're, if they're, if they're if, you know, it's not going to be easy work. I'm not saying that. And if they think it's going to be easy work, they're going to get humbled by either the Lakers or another team. They're not the Warriors. I'm not trying to put them at the KD Warriors level. You know, I just think they're a bad matchup against the Lakers because they have 48 minutes of elite defenders they can throw at LeBron and make it yeah. rough. So, yeah. so, but but if they're being overconfident and they're leaving Orlando they and they're doing this and that while the Lakers are putting in the work as a team at practice and all that, because remember, these guys can't leave. So... The teams that usually when the regular season's going on, where they don't get to practice a lot because of all the travel, now teams are able to practice so much more than they would regularly do. So the Lakers are actually sharpening their iron. Iron sharpens iron, you know? And if guys keep leaving and all that, that's that's advantage Lakers. See, I'm keeping it real because I'm not a Clippers fan. I just think at full strength, they will beat the Lakers. But if the Clippers are thinking this is going to be easy work and they can cut corners and they can leave and come back and not practice and, and rest and whatever, then they're going to, they're going to get humbled, man. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Clippers had uh, those two perimeter dudes last time and all the Lakers was doing is isoing old Morris onto LeBron and LeBron was just beating them every time. That's it. And they they figure out how to get rid of one of them dudes. You can have them both, but we know how to run that pick and get that ass, get Morris right on LeBron. Ain't no way around it. So and that's what the, the, they need to do to LeBron, too. That's brilliant. LeBron's been doing it since the 2016 finals with Steph Curry, which is if you are a defensive liability or if you're an offensive juggernaut, we are going to make you work on defense so it takes away your legs. You know, which is brilliant. Respect to him. But, you know, if I'm the Clippers, I'm, I'm telling PG and Kawhi, we are making LeBron work every time down the court on defense. Simple as that. Yeah. Let's make those well, 35-year-old legs run around. Paul uh, George is pretty much down here Rip Hamilton at this point, though, dog. Let's be honest. You know, Paul George ain't making you work too hard other than running off picks. Hey, then make LeBron run through screens. That's my point. Whether it's one-on-one or run through screens, make LeBron work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamilton was one of the hardest guys to guard in his time, not because of his ball handling or anything, but because you had to run through so many damn screens, and you had Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace hitting you with some huge, strong, hard screens. Yeah, yeah, but it looked like they were trying to do that. that. Now, that makes sense to me. Um, but they were trying to ice all LeBron and Kawhi, and Kawhi, let's, let's be honest, Kawhi ain't the most fleet-of-foot guy 
LeBron, when LeBron want to really come out and you're making them play, LeBron, I'm fully confident in in defending anyone for to stop a play. Let's not get it under. I don't think but, Kawhi. Yeah, but that, I'm, I'm not talking one play or two plays. I'm talking multiple plays over a seven game series. Oh, yeah. You're putting a lot of strain on a 35 year old body. I don't care about how much money he puts on his body, how hard he works, and all that. He's still 35. And then the question—that's what I would do. When, now, hey, Kawhi is the one with the degenerative knee, and that has been load managing. Do he want to go through LeBron for seven games? Do he want to defend LeBron for seven games? Now, how do we know that plays for out for Kawhi? We don't know. Hey, well, people, you know, I don't know if Willis is Willis still on the line because you no, know you and Willa, you guys have your feelings about him as a player, like overhyped and all that. Well, his people, you know, uh, and a lot of people that are his fans say he's the best player in the league. I think he's in an argument for it. I don't think there's a clear-cut number one player for sure. But if he, if people think he's the best player in the league, he's younger than LeBron. No, why not? Why not go after LeBron the whole series? If you're the best player in the league, you better go after a 35-year-old. It looked like he was just that last when I checked. Last time I checked, uh, uh, LeBron was deep. Hey, half court, LeBron picking him up on the island. And he was handing that ball dead over there. I saw Lou, Lou Williams going left. And Lou Williams was not hitting them shots. That's what was happening in a lot of that Clipper game. I'm sure Kawhi got his numbers. He's a superstar. You know, he's going to get his numbers in. He's going to beat LeBron sometime. But when on that ISO play, when they ISO in, and it's that big shot, and the one team or the other's down by one or two, man, I'm, I'm fine. Go ahead, Kawhi. Go ahead and do that 20-footer. I'm LeBron strong as him or stronger, and then when he needs to play, he can play. So I'm not worried about it. I don't know if Kawhi wants that smoke for seven games because we've seen LeBron turn it up a notch. That's what happened last time. They, 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 they thought it was LeBron from Christmas game. LeBron said, uh-oh, I've been playing just a little possum on y'all because I've been here. And that's what I've been saying the whole time. I said it back then. I said, I think LeBron's playing possum. And then, on, and then the last time we checked, LeBron, Turned it up a notch on them clowns and let them know what was happening out there. Told y'all. Told y'all. Y'all want some? Beat him down, beat you down. Who else wants some? Who else wants some of the D-Ball? Who else? Rick, get up! Yeah. But we Turned also know he's been, LeBron has been respecting Kawhi's defense ever since the San Antonio days also. So let's be honest, there's a, you know, there is mutual respect there too. They pop, they yeah, both boy. believe they're better than the other, but... You know, they know it's not going to be easy. Either one. I think I think LeBron, def, LeBron definitely the last the last game out turned up the physicality on him, put his body on Kawhi. Like Kawhi, what, what you thought you were stronger than me? You better stop tripping, bro. You're not stronger than me or nothing. Maybe you you got a nicer little smoother, nice jumper and all that, but. Don't think you're going to, like, run through me or none of that ain't happening. I, I will post you up. You, LeBron turned that up and let Kawhi was like, oh, okay, okay, bro. I feel like they was somewhat caught off guard because LeBron did turn up the intensity on them and let them know, like, I got levels to a young man. Y'all still playing the same y'all was playing at Christmas. I'm playing different now. Oh, you didn't know that was coming. Ah, 
you know, I, I think his levels to the game, and Bron definitely uh, had no, they that. Definitely, they caught him off guard that game, definitely. I think they, I think the Clippers were a little overconfident in that game going into it because they were up 2-0, but, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of interesting storylines and everything with that one. I mean, you know, like I said, with the size part of it, to me, like I told you where the longer the series goes, it, it helps the Lakers. It reminds me of uh, when the Celtics played the Lakers in 2010, Kobe's last championship, where yeah. uh, you could see in that game seven, even though the Celtics came out strong uh, early as the quarters was going on, they were wearing the Celtics out because the Celtics had lost Kendrick Perkins and they didn't have many big guys left and they were playing kind of small. And you just saw Gasol, Bynum, Odom, Artest, Kobe, just getting a lot of rebounds, being very physical. And by the end, they had nothing left in the tank. You know, it was a very ugly game. You know, there were some bad calls at the end that went the Lakers' way. But also they wore the, they wore the Celtics out. That's why the game was like, I think it was like 80-something, 88-86 or something, you know? Well, I don't even think yeah. either team hit the 90s. And if the, if the Lakers are able to use their size, the whole series, and they don't go small because they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta match up with the Clippers. We gotta go small. I could see that happening. Where, when you're playing Montrez Harrell at the at the center, a lot of minutes, and especially at the end, he's only like six eight, you know. Yeah. And uh-huh. if you're playing big with uh, Davis, LeBron, and like uh, Dwight or McGee at the end of games, <clears throat> that can wear out that team, you know. It, that can yeah. wear out the Clippers by game seven where they don't have no legs. And we know what no legs means. Your shot be, starts becoming short. It's harder for you to get up on rebounds, you know, get up in the air and get rebounds. And that could be the, the doom for them. So that's something to look for, like who, whoever adjusts to who. You know, like if the Clippers feel like, oh, we got to go big now, or, or if the Lakers say we got to go small, that could, that could be a big advantage for the other team, you know, so – you know, we'll yeah, see. that's the that's the Lakers' advantage, man. They're bigger than every team, basically. And we're gonna get to see Kawhi be prime time. Uh, you know, a lot of things fell right in in his favor for them to win the championship last year. I don't think anyone thinks with a fully healthy Kevin Durant uh, and you know the, the crazy shot he made in the, in the last game versus the Seventy uh, Sixers or Game Six, I believe. Um, you know, so some things went went the basketball gods could have been in the uh, Raptors' favor. Uh, that 2000 whatever 13 finals or whatever it was, Kawhi wasn't the man. You know, the guy averaged like 12 points. We 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 not even gonna go there. But this time around, getting through the Lakers here, if the Lakers running with you know AD and LeBron and all that, we gonna need to see. We gonna see Kawhi's on 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 stage. The man versus a fully loaded team. Go out there and 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 write your name in stone, Kawhi. Because this this is the time where Kawhi has the opportunity to write his name in stone as I'm one of them guys. Because if he goes out here and do it now, because he's gonna have a lot of opportunities. It's gonna he's gonna take a lot of big shots. You know, LeBron's been here before. LeBron didn't his name's already written in stone. But uh, Kawhi is your time. Yeah, we didn't get to see Kawhi go up against the two guys 
that have championship experience like him at that same yeah. position, which is KD and LeBron last season. You know, that's not yeah. his fault. It's not Kawhi's fault. No. He did what he was supposed to do. Giannis, you know, is an elite player like him and those guys, but he doesn't. He hasn't shown at the highest level yet that he can perform and get it done. The two guys that uh, Kawhi can go up against to see where he's at is KD, who's not playing this season or wasn't playing last season at that point, came back for that one game or whatever, or LeBron, who wasn't in the playoffs last year. So, you know, if they, if they meet up like we all expect them to, that, that'll be a good test for Kawhi to see, uh, you know, what's he do against another elite guy. Because, you know, um, you know, LeBron has done it at that level. And even if, you, you know, a lot of people believe KD is a fake champion, you know, because he went to Golden State, he did show that he could match LeBron yeah. statistically, you know, yeah. performance-wise when they were going head-to-head. With Kawhi, we haven't seen that yet, uh, you know, at that level. You know, when he was in San Antonio, he still was kind of a role player in a lot of ways and all that. When he did finally get to that level, he got hurt by Pachulia, you know, against the yeah. Warriors. We would have been able to see what he – he was looking good. He was – people forget Kawhi was looking like the best player in that in that series, including yeah, KD in that game one, and, yeah. and and then he got hurt. So we're going to see for sure, you know, what the deal is because it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of uh, innuendo, a lot of you know opinions and stuff like stuff we don't really know yet. We got to really see for ourselves, like, you know, who's better? Who's better at this point? Is is LeBron on the downside? Is you know this and that? And we'll we'll get to see because. If Kawhi, all the advantages to me point to Kawhi. Like Kawhi should be able to outplay a 35-year-old. I don't care how great LeBron is or was. If Kawhi is what people, I mean, you got people like Colin Coward saying if he wins the championship, he's top five all time. That's, That's some big praise, man. That's some big praise. So you, if that's the case, you should be able to beat a 35-year-old LeBron James. Case closed. Yeah, and he'll have that opportunity. I think that goes right into what I'm saying, man. He's going to have the opportunity. He's going to take big shots at the end of game, uh, no matter how this thing plays out. Uh, somebody's going to have to be a star. You know, that's how these games go, man. Stars got to shine the brightest, and people are going to hit have to hit big shots, and Kawhi or the Clippers undoubtedly is going to be one of those dudes. He's going to have the shot at – Plenty at the end of plenty games. He's going to have all the opportunities to get his Gatorade commercial, to, 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 to get his Nike deal, whatever it be, because he's going to have all the and against on prime time with against LeBron. So it's, it's all on display, um, and he has a chance to write his, his name in stone along with the other greats. I don't know about no top five, but he definitely yeah that top five. I don't that'll take a lot more work to me. You know, I think. I think the way he started off his career, just for having another, you know, three or four, five, whatever last couple of years he's been doing work, you're passing up a lot of guys. You're passing up Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq, Kobe, you know, no. yeah, a lot no. of guys that were putting in work. I mean, you know, Kevin Garnett, you know, a lot of guys, man. I mean, it's like, wow, you know, and so to me, I don't know if he's even – is Kawhi ahead of KD if he wins the championship this year? 
I don't know. KD was good from jump. KD was a good player from the jump. You know what I'm saying? I mean, three rings back-to-back. He got back-to-back, and this will be three with three teams. I think you got to put him with Kawhi. Uh, Three to two rings. Kawhi has done it with three franchises, and he got a back-to-back. True, but also every top-ten player, no matter what list you have, no matter what list you have, JP, every top-ten player that everybody you find in the world that knows anything about basketball Every top 10 player has a regular season MVP. Kawhi has never even won a regular season MVP. True. You know? That's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, I, I, I just, if I'm going to do it, I, 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 have, I put him over KD because, you know, of course, and also the asterisk applied to KD is that you went to a team that was 73 and 9. So, so you never do call that an asterisk. So you do think I'm, it's a fake champion. I wouldn't say that, but I think it was, you know, fuck, they were already, you know, come on, man. But, I mean, they needed all that to beat Braun. They needed every bit of that to beat a prime Braun. Every bit of it. You know, you have to have KD. You know why I don't? You know why I don't? Is because he was still clearly the best player on that team, and it was clear against certain teams like the Cleveland the first year and, like, the Rockets that, like, uh, that, that year they went seven, that, the Warriors would not, and even the Toronto series where, you know, he, he didn't come back. He came back that one game and was balling where they just can't beat certain teams without KD. You know no, what no. I mean? That's and, yeah. And they, that showed they, me that case. Yeah. They probably couldn't have beat that two, that, uh, the, the, the LeBron that was going around at that time. Uh, and, and, you know, with, with Kawhi. I mean, KD was so lethal at that time especially the mesh with that team. I Like I always say, dude, you had arguably the three greatest shooters of all time in their prime on one team. Like, I don't think yeah. you can argue that, Kevin. You Durant. literally can't leave nobody open. Nobody. I mean, I'm Most teams, their plan is we're, we're, make this guy beat us. You can't do that with that team. I mean, man, I don't know. I'm talking about NBA history. Shit, you could put Ray Allen in there. But you putting Kevin Durant, Larry Bird, but you putting Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry amongst the top maybe five, ten all time shooters all time to play the game. So yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy I don't think they're the three best shooters ever, but I think they're the three best shooters that happen to be in their prime that were on the same team. I don't think they're the three best shooters of all time, though. You know, they definitely top ten and arguably top five. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. So, so that's crazy the team they had. So that's why KD always have that that on them, and that's why you know my man uh my man Green uh Draymond let him know about it when it was you know it came down to it like wait hold on bro you ain't gonna sun me you gotta remember that we were seventy three and nine before you showed up and that was kind of the demise that that sentiment right there was the Absolutely. demise. Absolutely. That yeah, was the beginning was, of the end. But how how do, how do you you can't argue that that's what the record was, you know? So you can't say yep. that that you saved us or that we was garbage. We just broke an NBA goddamn record set by Michael Jordan and the Bulls. So you know, so that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But uh, yeah, you th- so I know you don't believe uh, Kawhi is an all time great at the moment, but if he uh, wins the title, is he does he become all time great? If we're talking top ten, I'm still saying no. 
he don't got enough years like to for me to put him above like a Hakeem. Dog. To me, all time great is like a top twenty to twenty five player of all time. Uh, That's an all time great that, that back fifteen, that fifteen to twenty. Maybe he cracks it back there. You know, maybe he yeah. cracks it back there for sure. But if we talk in top ten or even fifteen through through eleven, dog, I'm not putting him above Akeem yet. Maybe he has more championships than Akeem. If he were to win this year, Akeem was the man for damn near twenty years. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. Go above Carl Malone, even Carl Malone, who don't got no rings. Carl Malone was the man for twenty years. You know, you gotta yeah. be the man too, man. And he's a two-time regular season MVP. Shit, and second on all-time scoring list, but that's nonetheless. I mean, he was still the man for 20 years. Give me the ball for 20 years, and I got you. You know what I mean? That, that, it, it, the, the greats did, did that. Charles Barkley did that. Patrick Ewing, to some degree, did that. Akeem did that. Shaq did that. Kobe did that. You know what I mean? These are guys. And Duncan who, did that. Tim you know? Duncan did that. You know? So th- them is the greats to me, like, Give me the ball. I got your franchise for 20 years. You know, give or take. Yeah. I ain't splitting a hair of 16, 17, whatever it is. We're saying, that, okay, let's say minimum 12 plus years. Yeah. 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 Just just give it to me. I got you for 12 years. And KG, to some degree, did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those, those people are the greats to me, man. Uh, use the man. There's a lot of dudes. AI was the man for five years. You know what yeah. I mean? A lot of dudes who no carrying the franchise is you know that I mean carrying you know it's like even a guy like uh, he's not the caliber of player of a of a you know those guys we mentioned but he made uh, a franchise relevant like a Reggie Miller yeah. Reggie Miller was like the, the the face of the franchise for Indiana for like fifteen years yeah. went to multiple Eastern Conference Finals went to the NBA Finals took the Chicago yeah. Bulls to the wire. You know, like, that matters because you go through the ups and downs, but you have that same guy that's the face of the franchise that carried you through, you know? Exactly. Exactly, man. And and, and Reggie's one of those guys. It's like, if I had to rank him right now, of course I'm putting Kawhi ahead of Reggie. But Reggie got a a spot, you know, maybe top, top 30, 40 without a ring, without super accolades. But just because for 15 years, I was just a straight man every year. Guys knew who was taking all the shots every year, year in, year in, year out. Give me the ball. And he made Indiana relevant. Like Indiana was, you know, like they were a relevant team in the Eastern Conference, you know, because of him. And it's like, so, yeah, I see your point on that. But the difference with Kawhi, what would make Kawhi's career interesting was he didn't become the man until later on in his career, but when he did, he started picking up a bunch of accolades, you know? Quickly, yeah. like quickly, yeah. like year after year type thing, like defensive player of the years, finals MVPs on multiple teams and all that. And so, but the one thing that I say he's missing is the regular season MVP. Like, and that goes back to his load management and all that, where he kind of takes it easy so he can get ready for the playoffs, which kind of gives him, which kind of gives him an advantage over a lot of players, which a lot of these other players are, you know, playing majority of the games and this and that, playing a lot of minutes. And so, 
they are wearing down their body a little bit, so they have a little bit less in their tank when it comes to the playoffs. And so, and I and just look at the guys. If you just look at, you know, the top players of all time, they all have at least one MVP, and a lot of them have three. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. LeBron got four. Jordan got five. Kareem got six. Uh, Larry Bird got three. You know, it's like Tim Duncan got two. I believe Magic has three. It's like, and then you look at it, you're like, why, man? I mean, you don't have a, because regular season MVP, you have that argument, even though there's sometimes where there's seasons where you could say, oh, I believe this guy should have won it or this and that, but you at least have a, a, a legit argument that you were the best player in the regular season that season, you know, that's important. in the league. And that's, and that's very important, man. And the fact that Kawhi don't have that yet, I don't know how you put him top five all time if he wins the championship. You know, that's, that's I really think that's an extreme. Emphasis. I think a, a regular season MVP really puts emphasis on you being the man. You know, if you got a regular and you being out there and playing, you know, yeah, you being out there and playing every night. If if you got one of those, you was definitely the man. You know what I mean? You was the man. Uh, some guys got them in short bursts, you know, and that's always, you know, we like to think of our Charles Barkleys and our Carl Malones and our Shaqs and Kobe's and these guys who was tenured and, and had to get it that way. There are guys like, um, oh, who did I have in mind? I had a dude in mind, switch me. Uh, shit. Uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who, who got one as an Oklahoma City Thunder member. What year was that? 2015, 14, something like that? I believe it was 14, yeah. 14, KD went out there and snatched him on real quick. Now, you don't think of KD in in that Carl Malone or Charles Barkley type of thing, but, you know, those those strikes of lightning do happen. But uh, KD had probably been the man over there at Oklahoma for five years at least. So take nothing away from him. And I think, uh, does my man Russell Westbrook got one? Yeah, Russell. I mean, that's my, just think about this last decade, right? So, if you're going to argue that if Kawhi wins the championship, this uh, by if he wins the championship, he's a top five player all time. Okay, let's just go back to this last decade. LeBron won, I believe, two MVPs. Uh, Steph won two. Harden won one. Westbrook won one. Giannis won one. Uh, KD won one. Derrick Rose won one. It's like, I mean, it was available for you. It's not like there was this one dominant player that just swept swept them all, all the MVPs or majority of them. So it's like, you know, and these all all these guys got a bite of the apple, and they had their seasons where they looked like arguably the best player in the league in that regular season. To me, Kawhi needs to pick up a trophy as a regular season MVP if you want to start talking about top five all time because it's there for you, you know. Guys that didn't guys that didn't win championships like Steve Nash won two, Barkley like you said won one, Malone won two. So it's not like it goes to always the guy that is considered the favorite to win the championship or anything. So it's kind of an easy decision because if that was the case, Jordan would have won it every year, you know. So it's there for you to get. So that means, man, I mean Kawhi got to get a regular season MVP before I start talking top five all time. Top ten also. You know, with Kawhi's load management situation is, you know, that's going to be really hard to do. And it seems like, you know, maybe the the narrative is being set for Kawhi that he'll 
sacrifice that to pick up rings. So if, if it's that, then it's that. You know, if Kawhi were to scoop up a quick third ring here, he's still in his prime. You know, the Clippers, pretty loaded team. You can foresee them being back next year. Say the world plays out perfectly for them. He gets another. That's, you know, Kawhi, four rings deep, still young. Shit, then we really cook it. Now you're cooking with grease. You, you amongst the greats. You know, now Kawhi secures a ring here, three rings. It's just the potential of what the next and the ones after that could do for him. You know, because, uh, you know, Kawhi getting any realm of four to five rings, you, you're, 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 you're on, uh, you know, grabbing goat mountain considerations, you know, talks of you being amongst them. You know, any anything three rings plus, I think, from it, just in my little world, puts you in a different conversation. Three plus, you know, there's some two out there, guys that snatched up two. But when you get three, you know, then we start talking about different different echelons, you know, and, and of course four plus, four plus is rare air. So, yeah, man. But yeah, though, Sam, I think that's a good place to end it, though, my brother. Hopefully, we we'll get on over to uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast and talk some boxing over there, man. Uh, thank you for joining, man. Thank you for stopping by, spending your time, my brother. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And then we should get back to this like once, uh, uh, probably right before the the playoffs start, because I know they got to play eight regular season games. Get back on here and start talking about uh, once the matchups are made, because we don't know what the first round matchups will be. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about them and see what we think is going to happen. And uh, think, and it seems like the stuff in the Orlando changes so quickly, you know, with guys leaving, guys coming back, you know, so. By then, probably a lot more news will be uh, reported, and then we can start uh, making our picks on like first round matchups and stuff. Yeah, this should be fun, man. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be some. Uh, I think it'll be some upsets. So it should be fun. We gonna get to see old Luca out there cook somebody up. So it should be fun for sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you hate Luca, man. Hey, we it's all good, man. I mean. It's, it's all good. You don't think he's going to be in the league by his sixth season, you know? Uh, <laughs> we'll see. But we're going to get to see his ass. He's going to have some prime, prime, prime time play here being the man. So, you know, Luke is doing, he's in, he's in the man role, so we're going to get to see. And he ain't going to surprise nobody. Nobody can say that he caught him off, off guard. So here we are. Oh, yeah, but, so uh, if he balls out, you got to give him some credit, right? Oh, yeah. I expect them to ball out. I expect them to ball in the first round, probably. Second round, I think it'll tighten up on them. We're going to get somebody who needs to really ball. But, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Till the next time. I'm out of here. Heavy handed edition. Thank my man, Sign, for joining. I'll holler.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.